This episode of Disability After Dark has been brought to you by Come As You Are. Come As You Are is Canada's only worker-owned co-op sex shop. Trans-owned and operated, Come As You Are carefully reviews and curates their selection of sex toys, books, and DVDs. Now you can get 15% off your next purchase at comeasyouare.com using coupon code AFTERDARK. Cripple Content Creations presents Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability, with your host, Andrew Gerza. Disability After Dark, with Andrew Gerza, shining a bright light on sex and disability. Content warning. The language, content, and discussion found within this episode of Disability After Dark will be explicit. Listener discretion advised. Hey there, Disability After Dark listeners. Thanks so much for clicking on a brand new episode and welcome to the show. If you're a first time listener, this is the show where we shine a bright light on sexuality and disability and all the things in between all of that and... My name is Andrew Gerza, I am a disability awareness consultant and crippled content creator, and I am the host of this show, and I'm going to give you the sexiest disabled boyfriend experience ever for the next hour as we dive into this episode. So, let's shine a light on sex and disability together, and let's get started. Hey, so we got a brand new Patreon supporter last week, their name is... Charlie Garner, and they pledged at $3 a month, which means they get the episodes early in the Patreon feed, and I'm starting to do bonus content, like adding episodes of When I Was a Disabled Kid to the Patreon feed exclusively for Patreon supporters, and other bonus things like 10-minute interviews with guests that are just for Patreon supporters, Uh, different things will go on there. I'm looking at reviving the Disabled History Pod that I was doing, that's going to be on there. Eventually one or two, like, smaller episodes of that. Just things around that are disability adjacent will be on the Patreon feed. So if you want to support stuff like this and support crippled content and Disability After Dark, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash crippled content and pledge as little as $1 a month or whatever you can to keep the show running. I would really appreciate it. Charlie, you've garnered the love in my queer, crippled heart for your support. Thanks! Hey, so some cool things about the podcast that I want to share. Uh, it has had the, the the audience of the last three weeks has been really, really big with it. It's been in Montreal. Oh, oui, oui. J'aime le, le français. My French is really horrible, but I love that it's... We're getting our biggest listenership over the last three weeks in Montreal. Uh, Thanks, Montreal, for being so awesome. I wish your city was slightly more accessible for disabled people. And I know there are cool people in Montreal doing cool things around sex and disability. I think they're called Access Sex Plus, um, and they're pretty awesome. Uh, So support all those things. Thanks, Montreal. And for all of you listening in... Australia, I see there are like almost 2,000 of you listening there. 
that's really awesome. I thanks for listening down under. I uh, <laughs> I was just there in April and I want to come back. You're, it's the greatest place ever, and I really love it there. So if anybody wants me to come do talks in Australia or any of those things, let me know because I want to come there. Um, but all of you who listen to the show all over the world, I love seeing the world map of where the show is uh, listened to a lot, and I love seeing it in places where I wouldn't necessarily think it was listened to. That just is really great, so thanks so much. But now let's get to today's show. It's a really good one. Also, as I'm recording this, there are little children screaming down the hall, which is making it super hard to record and act all professional. So if, at some point during this little intro, you hear kids screaming, there's nothing I can do. The walls are paper thin, and sorry about that. But now let's actually get to the the real intro. So if you listened to last week's show, you heard me say that I was going to talk to one of my friends that I've had sex with about having sex with me. And this actually came from an an interview that I did with Josh Galassi from Queer Tea last year about his experiences being gay and disabled in the States and how he basically, he he wrote an article for Queer Tea, I think a couple years ago, where he talked to his friends and his lovers about what it was like to sleep with them and what how they kind of encountered his disability when they had sex with him. And that sparked something. I mean, I've always been wanting to do something like that for the podcast or doing do an article where I talk to somebody who slept with me as a wheelchair user. And that it's always been something that I've been really curious about because I never get to hear how my lovers feel about having sex with me. I always will want them to say something, but they'll always I'm always worried they're going to be over overly polite and overly nice to me, and so yeah, we had a great time when really it sucked. So I wanted to ask um, a lover, point blank, what it was like to fuck me, and so I that's basically what this episode is. I talked to my friend Raj, who does porn and sex work in Toronto, and I said, hey, would you come on the show and just talk about what it was like to sleep with me and what that meant for you and what that felt like, and he agreed, and what we got was a nervous kind of really cute interview with my friend and lover about spending time with me and about having sessions with me and working with me. Um, And it was really powerful because you get to hear two people talking about sex and disability that they've had together and what that meant for both of them. Somebody who, who, somebody, me, who lives with disability and what that meant for me. And then for him, as both my lover and a worker, trying to navigate sleeping with a disabled person and what that meant for him and some of the worries he had about doing things right, what it felt like, our connection, all that stuff. There's really nothing, there's nothing new in this, in this episode, but you hear a really frank conversation with two people talking about the sex they had. And I think that's really super powerful. So I wanted to share that with you. And that's basically the gist of this interview. You get to hear us nervously chat for an hour and kind of tiptoe around how much we like each other and like talk about sex we had frankly it's it's a good it's a really fun time we talk really frankly about sex and disability sex and otherness sex and and be raj is a person of color so we delve into that territory too all those things come together in this interview and i was really excited to do it so here's my interview with my lover and friend raj right now on disability after dark Hey Raj, how's it going? 
I'm good. How are you? <clears throat> good. Um. So this is such a interesting. Uh, <laughs> this is a really different interview that I'm usually done because I no have never done one where I've done something like this. But um, thanks for willing to be a part of this. Oh, absolutely. No, I mean, like, it's like when you talked about it, I'm like, like, I never experienced, I also have never experienced anything like this. So I'm like really excited. So let's see how this goes, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, you know, I did an episode with somebody a few, like about a year ago where they had written some articles about talking to dudes they had slept with about the, the experience. And I was like, that's really terrifying, but that sounds really yeah. cool. Like, okay. And then... No, totally. And then I never really had somebody that I have been spending time with or getting naked with who was like, yeah, yeah. and I didn't want to put anybody on the spot because it's like, how do you get somebody to be super personal on a public forum right. and feel safe right. to do that? So like, for those who are listening, who like, before we hit record, I went over a good five minutes like, are you sure you're good? Are you sure you're right? like, <laughs> Totally. Please be okay. Please. I don't want to like, because obviously we fucked around and so I don't want to like make it. I don't want to do this for like podcast ratings. I mean, I do in a way, but also like yeah. <laughs> I, I don't in a way because I respect our time together. So just yeah. anyone who's listening is like, wow, you like goaded your friend to come talk about your sexual experience. No, I think right. it's going to be a really fun thing. And thank you for being, for willing to be so vulnerable for this. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, so why don't you describe yourself? Describe anybody. myself? Yeah, because well, cause, I mean, I know that you're hot, um, <laughs> but people listening might not know that. Oh, uh, I don't. Oh, like so, like what I look like? Sure, yeah, that. Oh, that you want me to know what I look like? Uh, so, like, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm an Indian Pakistani descent, born and raised in Canada. About I think I'm about like five nine, black hair. Uh. Uh, I know it's just kind of like, <laughs> um, and uh, what else? What else? I would say I would say you look muscular. I would say, yeah, brown skin, not yeah, really tall, not really short either. Kind of like right in between like those yep. two things. Yeah. Uh, sometimes bearded, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, I, but I always have some form of facial hair on because I enjoy it on me. I'm I'm all about the facial hair. Um, yeah, amazing. It's it's good times, as you know, as you well know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. Um. So it's so funny when I first approached you, like we started talking to each other. I think years ago on Facebook. And yeah. I didn't know you at all. I just knew you yeah. were a hot queer person in Toronto doing the things. Mm-hmm. And we knew we had mutual friends in common. So I I messaged you one day and was like, <laughs> we talked about this the other day. I messaged you and I was yeah. like, let's go for coffee. Let's like hang out and have a coffee. And you were like, sure, coffee's great. But I was secretly like, I'm trying to say I want to have sex with you. But yeah. I'm not going to say that because I don't want to be weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I told you. Yes. It was, yeah. it was, we, we had some like awkward like moments where I was trying to be trying to flirt but also not flirt because I wanted to I wasn't sure what your boundaries were and I didn't know like I didn't know what you did yet and I mean now now I know you're a sex worker obviously and now I know yeah. what you do but I but it mm-hmm. wasn't 
I didn't know it at the time, so I was like, oh, let's be friends and blah. And so then you said yes to coffee, and then, like, I want to say six months later, I found you on, on a, a sex worker site, and I was like, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> it, all, it all makes sense now. Like, um, there we go. Yep. <laughs> and so we'd never really, like, done that together. We'd never really gone down the sexy path together until yep. until I noticed that this is what you did for work. Um, yeah. So when I when I finally approached you and said like, "Hey, do you think we could work together?" and like, I remember going on the site and being super awkward because I knew we knew each other outside of the site. So I was like, "Hey, um, I don't know how you feel about this, but like, do you want to fuck around?" Sometime? Yeah. <laughs> and like, so and I also felt really weird because I knew that you knew me as like an activist and you knew what I did, but also like now I'm asking you to do the things. Did you yeah. feel? Like, what did you think when I was like, hey, I'm a wheelchair user, and I, like, did you have any feelings about what that might look like, what, what gay sex with a wheelchair user might look like, and what, how disability would impact all that? Yeah, I mean, I just, like, thought about the, I mean, it didn't, it definitely didn't scare me. I guess I was more curious, because I was just, like, I didn't, I, I, I had not, um, I think I had only had one other client in which um, they, in, in which they were in, in a wheelchair, um, so there was just, uh, but no, I, I, like the thing is like everybody's different with when, with however they are, um, with their, with their disabilities. So the thing was, I was more coming at it from a place of, you know, curiosity. I'm like, I, I had no idea what to, what to expect. I was just more, I just was more curious to see like what it, um, like, you know, how it would, uh, how it would sort of like happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It was, I remember being, I was so scared cause I was like, I know that like, I know this guy, I know he knows friends of mine, like we've talked on Facebook as like as yeah. as friends and now I'm being like, Hey, wanna suck some dick? Like Yeah. <laughs> it, it's and cause like I didn't know how to I had no idea how to do any of that and I was so shy. Um Were you like did you was there any part of you when I when I approached you about that, were you like excited? Were you scared? Were you like Yeah, I think it was just yeah, like I mean I was, I mean, I'm always like excited whenever there's like, there's a, a new, you know, type of client experience. So, I mean, that's always, because I mean, the, the way you connect with different kinds of people, that's what I, that's what I enjoy about my work. You know what I mean? So you're just a, you know, you're a, a, a different human being that I would be connecting with. Um, like, like all my other clients and just in, in, in the, the way we would connect and do things would be however that was. So it was just more like, like I said, it was more. I was excited about it. Um, and of course, there's like that sense of just like, you just like don't know what to expect, I guess. It's just, it was like, but um, it was always all go, like good feels that I was getting from it. So it was more like, yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess I, I was pretty, I was pretty excited about it. Awesome. Um, and I remember, yeah. I remember, were you like, were you like scared? Were you like, oh my God, this is wrong. Like, what am I, what am I doing? No, like it was just more, yeah, obviously like there was like, there was, there, I mean, for me, uh, there was a sense of just like, I hope I do everything right. <laughs> that was more what I was just like, that was more my, uh, more my thing and, and making sure that you are comfortable and, and everything. And, and so, I mean, that's, that's kind of like what I more like what I thought about, but it was just, it was more like you're, you're another human being looking to experience pleasure and, uh, you know, and, and our connection would be to help facilitate that you know what I mean and to feel pleasure in that way so it was just 
I wasn't, there was no sense of wrongness or anything. It was, there was def- a sense of like, this is awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, like, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's where my mind was. My mind was like, oh my God, this is like, like I've, I've worked with sex workers before and, and that part's always a bit scary. Even if I can imagine, like, even if you're like super comfortable and everything is cool, it's always like, oh, okay, this is good because this is, this is like a thing that's happening. Um, and it's scary because, like, what if disability gets in the way here? And what if they freak out? And what if ableism is a thing that happens? Like, yeah, in the very back of all the things, other than having the, like, I want to do it all right thing. Well, do you think there was any part of you that was, like, he's disabled and that scares me? Or was that not at all a thing that... No, nothing, like, like I said, no, there was just nothing, nothing, uh, nothing scared me about it. There was nothing... It was just, yeah, like I said, the only the only thing that I was thinking about was was just making sure that like, you know, I like, I hope like whatever like I, like I I'm doing everything sort of right. You know what I mean? I guess. And and, um, and you did not to worry. You totally amazing. Yeah, <laughs> things, things were good there. Um, yeah, yeah. And awesome. so I I remember when we first got together, like when you came in when you came into my house and we were gonna like. The pre the preamble to the hookup, I think I guess you could call it like we were hanging out, and I remember you had we were t- we were engaged in a bunch of like that awkward like pre fuck small talk, which I love, yeah. But I also really hate because I never know yeah. how far to take <laughs> it before you do a thing, and I think whether you're disabled or not, that's like that's, that's just like I think that runs across the board. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> that's like always something that happens, but I think when like it's so funny whenever well, because. I have a disability whenever I've invited guys back to my house. It always somehow comes to the minute I open my door, people go, oh, your place is, your door opens automatically. And then for some reason, our small talk for like 10 minutes ends up on like the accessibility of the apartment. And yeah, <laughs> it's always super <laughs> weird because they're like, oh, can you like do other stuff in the house? And I always have to be like, no, I can't do this. And, like, <laughs> this part of the oh, house wow. doesn't work. And I so always, hot, right? Yeah. And I always end up being like, yeah, I can't really do this. And so with you, like we did that. And I remember like having that weird conversation. And then I was rambling on about accessibility because I didn't know where else to go with it. So I was like, yeah. Uh, and then, so it's cool to do this and my I can do this and so I can get around, blah, blah. And you were like, okay, I'm going to kiss you now. Like <laughs> basically, you're like stop ram because you could see me rambling, and I'm I must yeah. have been going on for like a good five minutes without breathing. <laughs> and you were like, okay, sh- basically, I'm gonna kiss you so you can shut up and take a breath, take a breath. <laughs> um, and so like when I remember like when you kissed me, I was I was really excited, but also super mm-hmm. shy because you're big and strong and tall and you can stand, and so it's I liked that. You're taller than me, obviously, because I'm sitting, and mm-hmm. like you could put your body over me and kind of. Re- I remember, mm-hmm. you, I remember somehow you managed to get your whole body inside my chair. I totally did. I remember that. Which yeah. I, I was surprised I was able to do that. I was very surprised. <laughs> I was impressed with myself. I was just like, "How am I doing this?" I'm like, "Awesome." You did it, and not <laughs> only did you do it, you managed to make out with me while doing it and not stop. Yeah. Like there was no moment where you like stopped yourself to reposition somehow you went from standing to straddling the yeah i know to i was like i was me. like oh this is happening i'm yeah. really not sure how it occurred so <laughs> as somebody who has no yeah. mobility and no like self-movement i'm, imp- I'm impressed that you could do that <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it was, that, that was pretty awesome. It was it was definitely good yeah. times. Um, so yeah. when so I remember being like, oh, that was like, so but for you when when that making out started happening, like, how did you feel? Was there like, was it like, did you was there a realization that you were making out with a, a disabled person, or were you like this this dude's hot? We're just gonna go. well, I had a I had a realization that my dick was hard, like that i realized <laughs> so that was probably my first realization well I if mean, i'm to be honest that's always so good. i mean, I mean that's, that's... that i remember um but i mean that that was usually like i thought i was just like i am i am in this position on this chair straddling um this cute boy and like making out with him and then my, my dick is hard so that what was ha- that that's what was running through my mind and it i was just like wow this is hot <laughs> I love how it's like, hello, I love how you're just like, and then it was hot, and there it is, and boom. So, like, and I remember being, I remember also somehow in that whole straddling moment, you were, like, mm-hmm. on my chair, and you had your hands in my chair, and somehow you also managed to take your shirt off while also being in that position. I don't know. Yes. To, like, I really, truly have no idea how you have that much dexterity. There's some Cirque du, there was some Cirque du Soleil shit happening. Like, there I was some, I like, seriously. I don't know what was going on. If yeah. you need a side gig outside of sex work, like, could somebody <laughs> hire Raj to do some, yeah. like, to do some, like, some acrobatics? Like some kind of, yeah, and I know. I, I need to look into that. I feel like I need to, like, expand my horizons. Seriously. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you, I could see you would be, like, sex workers slash Cirque du Soleil. Like contortionist or something, yeah, randomly. Slash yeah. disabled dick sucker. I, I don't know. I, um, <laughs> so like, no, I remember like that, and that was a really that was a really fun moment because it showed that you were using my chair as like mm-hmm. as like a a prop to get to like more sexy stuff. And I remember you tried to like envelop your body in the chair and like really squeeze yourself into the chair. What yeah. I like about sex with you is there's a lot of grabbing. There's a lot yeah. of like tactile pressure. And yes. I think when you're when it, for me as a disabled person, like that pressure I don't get that pressure a lot because people touch me out of like necessity and out of fear. Yes. So when you grab me, like for the very first time I was like, Whoa, that's really strong. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't I'm grabbing you because I have to. It was like I'm grabbing you genuinely because I want to. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean that's that's part of like what what I love about my work is just like that genuine sort of like because like me feeling all of your body and is is it just it feels so amazing to to do that because you could just like I mean that's the way I do my work you know what I mean it's that it's the power of that touch of like is is something that that that's I mean that that's how it all like works works within me like whenever I do my work it's just it, it has to be coming from a genuine sort of sort of place oh yeah um, totally and I, you know what you mean yeah yeah and i i think what's really powerful about that is that like is that like you could grab me but i could also grab you whereas in so many in so many instances where when a care person or a, a personal care attendant of mine is grabbing me in a rough way to like to like pull up my pants or something or like can be dressed in the morning or something they can grab yeah. me with strength but technically if I did the same thing to them, I would be, it would be like, whoa, that's, you just violated so many rules. So it was nice right. to be in a space with somebody where, like, obviously we have rules and mores about how we should touch each other, even in, even yeah. in, in sex spaces. But it was nice to be able to, like, as a disabled person, grab somebody with yeah. all my strength and feel yeah. like it was safe to do that. 
No, absolutely. No, no, definitely. It's just, it's just like I love the way it unfolded with, with that. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's what I, it's what I, it's what I love about doing what I do. You know what I mean? Um, however that is. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you're like, uh, don't know how to make that any, don't know, don't know how to make that longer and more expressive, but there it is. I'm like, there it is. I was just like, I just like had a brain fart for a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> brain farts are good. Brain farts are totally fine. And I have brain damage. So it's, I have one big brain fart all the time. Um, it's, it's good. Uh, so we did that for like, what I felt like was like two minutes. Cause then we both realized, okay, we're going to go fuck now. Let's go to the, yeah. to the bedroom. Like it's, it was funny. Yeah. Like we did it. And then. I'm sure it didn't last very long because I think we both went, all right, let's go, let's go to your room. So we did that. Yeah. And then that's where I always find like that's where the making out feels kind of weird because it has to stop. And then I have to be like, so put me in my special slang. And my slang is like, for those listening who may not have heard me talk about it before, it's a big, bright blue, like medicalized slang with mesh. So it looks like, I don't know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I look like a beached whale when I'm in it. <laughs> it, looks, it looks really weird, but it's a pretty common thing when you're disabled, a big sling like that. So I remember we right. had to, you had to put me in it, and I had it on me already because I wanted to make it easy for you. But I remember, yeah. like, it's so hard for me to differentiate between, like, because we just made out and so we're all turned on. And I'm like, okay, I just want to do more of that. But then I have to stop and be like, oh, wait, now I have to, like, Stop being turned on, and I have to direct you at the same time how to do the sling. Um, right. And I remember being really annoyed because I was like, oh, I, and I like this has happened to me a few times when I when I've made out with you, where like I I'm or like done things with you and had sex where I wanted to tell you what to do, but I'm always like I I forget because my dick is hard, and I just want to keep doing that. So um, yeah. But I mean, somehow we managed to do. We got through it together. Like. We I, did. Somehow, I somehow managed to be like, put the put the straps on this way and do all the stuff. How did you like? How did you feel when when I first was like, help me with this? Did you feel like, oh no, am I gonna fuck it up? Is he, am I gonna drop him? Oh yeah, no. Obviously, that's that's. I mean, that that did cross my mind, but it was just more focusing in on the fact that you know <clears throat> this is this is part of uh, of how you of how you have sex. You know what I mean? And so for me, it was just taking it in. And <clears throat> yeah, obviously, there's like whenever I'm learning something new uh, or whatever, I'm, uh, you know, I always go to that place of, I, mean, oh, I, hope, I hope I do this right or don't fuck this up kind of thing. And you can probably see from my face <laughs> when, when I'm doing that because I'm just like, oh, uh, like I'm really like kind of like watching. <laughs> and, you know, I love it when I love it when dudes that I'm fucking are putting on my sling because they get yeah. this look on their face of like, oh, no. But also, yeah. like, I have to do it the rightest way, and they don't, yeah. they have no idea that it's the most adorable face that anybody's ever made because they're trying so hard to be yeah. to do it right. <laughs> and there's no way that I can yeah. direct that. I have to just let them figure it out. So I have to sit there yeah. in the sling with my heart on, wanting to like be. And it's so hard because there are moments where I want to like touch you and be like sexy, but I have to be like, nope, nope, I can't. I have to let him. No, yeah. I, I can't grab yeah. his nipple right now because he has to pay attention to how to put the sling on. Yeah, so, <laughs> it sucks because I'm like he's and. Like usually at that point, I think you were naked. So like, yeah, I'm staring at your body and staring at your dick, trying to be like, this is turning me on, and I really like this, but I have to let him be professional for a minute, and that's yeah. super tough. 
Yeah, no, I can imagine. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. That was that I remember being like, fuck, I want to just grab him right now, but I can't because, because, um, yeah. And yeah, I, I can see that it's, it's, but like I said, it was just like, it's, it was, like I said, it was more for me, it was just to, um, the way I sort of like do like any kind of experience, it's just kind of like staying with yourself and staying with the experience. You know what I mean? So it's just like, for me, it was, I knew that this was, you, you had told me about this before we talked about it. Um, you explained to me about like the whole, about, you know, the har- the harness and getting you into bed and the, how that was going to be a, a, a part of it. And I think we we talked about it before. And yeah, I mean, uh, so for me, there's no way yeah. that I couldn't, have, that I could not have told you. Yeah, that. exactly. So for me, I was like, I knew that that was going to be part of it. You know what I mean? So like when I knew that, then it was just like, then, then I knew that I could just stay with, I could just stay with the whole process. But like, I can understand how that for you, you're just like, ah, like I have to like stop. And, and I can see that being a little... <laughs> It was frustrating, it's but it's so just frustrating because you have to stop, yeah. and then you're there with your like your dicks at like hard and ready to go, and yeah. you're like, I can't continue with this because yeah. like was there was there a point where you were like, oh, I could just lift him? Where where what? Where you were like, oh, I could just not use this thing and lift him? Was there ever a, a point that I felt like that? Uh, I, no, actually, I never thought I never thought about that. Actually, I just I I guess I. I I would I wouldn't know if I like if if I would be confident enough to do that. I, I guess the thought never crossed my mind to be honest. I mean, now that I know how strong you are, I'm like, let's try it out next time because I know. Like, I mean, we could because you're strong, but also like, I respect that your back is a thing, so I don't want to be like, yeah. just lift me, and then the next day I'll get a text that's like, hey, I hurt myself <laughs> when, I, when we did that crazy yeah. lift. I hurt myself, so maybe yeah. And then you have to be like, sorry, clients, I can't see you for four days because this <laughs> that disabled guy, <laughs> that disabled guy, I fucked. He uh, he hurt me. He hurt me. <laughs> hurt me with his with his inability to do the moving. Right. Uh, no. No. I mean, like, I, it's something like I'd be. I mean, I'd be open to it. Like I said, the thought never crossed my mind. We should definitely explore because there we go. We just we've just discovered something. Yes, yeah, let's explore that. Definitely, because that because. That would be super fun, and I think that'd I be ha- awesome. I have a fantasy of like hot dudes lifting me into bed. Fuck, like that's my fantasy yeah. with boys since I was about seven years old. Really amazing. <laughs> then guess what? Let's that Fantasy since I was about seven and a half years old is to have a hot guy lift me in bed. Um, yeah, weird things that I just reveal to the world. There it is. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, there we go. I just learned something new today. I mean, right? <laughs> I mean, so one of, the, one of the things I love about the sex that we have and the stuff that we've done together is you're a person of color, as you mentioned at the top, um, mm-hmm. and I am a disabled person who mm-hmm. is also Jewish. Um, not that that really has any relevancy. Well, it sort, of, it sort of does. Basically, what I'm saying is we're, we're both marginalized within our own communities in different ways. Um, you as a person of color in the queer community, I'm sure, have dealt with racism and marginalization and people being kind of weird and gross and hyper yeah. hypersexualizing you. I know we talked about it at one point where you, you know, you told me stories about you being hypersexualized in weird ways, uncomfortably, yeah. and I've told you stories yeah. about where I've been been either desexualized or hypersexualized in weird ways because of disability. So yeah. when we were together. And when we have been together, do you feel like did you feel a sense of of 
safety or comfort because we're both marginalized, me being disabled and you being a person of color? Did it feel in a way that you could relax a little bit more? Um, yeah, I, I guess like the, I guess whenever there's a there's a certain connection due to that kind of life experience of like marginalization. Yes, I think there, I think it does help in the being. It does de- definitely takes your, you know, you you don't overthink things or anything like that because you're like, oh yeah, you get it. There's like a certain certain degree of understanding that we have. I guess that's sort of, I think just yeah, it it does make you just more chill and more relaxed and, and comfortable like yeah you you understand the whole idea of being marginalized and 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 going through those different kinds of experiences which you know ma- makes you feel sort of what makes you feel less than you know what I mean and you know to talk about that kind of trauma together is just is it's is so freeing and it helps you sort of like it kind of helps you more actually get into the moment even that much more you know what I mean when you actually are able to speak of all parts of yourself um it allows you to sort of all of more of you becomes like more of you is present sort of in the moment together. If that makes sense. Oh no, it totally does. And what I like, I love now that before we like the first time we hooked up, we talked about accessibility and we, we did that whole rambling thing for a minute. Now like we hung out last week and you, you and I sat down for a good 20 minutes before anything happened. And we just talked about shit that I think only marginalized people would, understand and like we hadn't seen each other for a few months up to this point so like we sat down and just it was nice to be with somebody who i felt safe with to a point where and not just because you're a man and i'm a cis man like not just because we're both cis men but because like Mm -hmm. i could sit with you and be like yeah you've been through shit too so that like as a as a as a disabled man i could i could feel like you are not just some some white able-bodied gay man in the village doing the thing and not really getting it i knew that you had been through stuff so that made our i think that makes our sex a little bit stronger for me personally oh for sure like it makes it yeah i feel like i can be completely myself with you and i don't have to put on like i don't necessarily have to put on like i don't have to be mask for mask or bro for bro or try to be try to hide parts of of the disability because x i feel Mm -hmm. like you i feel like our are multi marginalizations. I think that's a word I just made up. Um, <laughs> multi marginalizations, yeah. Maybe. I think it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made it up. I think those two things, my disability and your being a person of color, really yep. make our connection a little bit stronger. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, 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 defi- I definitely, uh, like, like I said, it, 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 like it helps you. So, like, it, it helps you be more, it helps you let go more because it's just like, to be that to be kind of like in your vulnerability and just being like hey it's okay you know what i mean to that that you feel certain things because of certain traumas that you've gone through um and 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 to be able to be like hey so that felt shitty and just be like yeah it does and that's kind of it like it just you could just get to sort of like express that part with each other and have that understanding yeah it allows you to be to yeah, to let go more within the moment, so you experiencing more, experience more of each other on like a deeper level. Yeah, you could sure. to yeah. debrief. So when you debrief each other's pants, it feels exactly that there much you go. better. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm a, I'm a big dork. <laughs> I'm a huge. I'm I love. A, I'm I love fucking yes, yes. That was amazing. Um, yes. So one of the things, I'm gonna remember this. Yeah, so. no, no, no. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll play this for you one time. When, well, you'll hear it in a few weeks, but I'll play this for you when like. 
we're sucking dick sometime, we'll have a laugh. It'll be good. Amazing. Uh, okay. um, so romantic. All right. <laughs> Such a turn on. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I've been dying to ask a lover of mine, and I'm so scared to do it because I never hear the right answer when like, I've asked people like, Hey, did you enjoy like our sex? Can you like break it down for me? And they're always like, Oh yeah, I had the best time. And they'll, they'll say that. And then the, the, that's all I'll hear for like a while. And I'm like, cool. Could you like quantify that for me? Can you like turn that into something that I could like understand better? And they're like, no, no, we had a good time. Like, it's all right. Don't worry about it. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, no, like break it down for me. So I'm going to ask you point blank as both my friend okay. and a lover. Um, yeah. I'm dying to know what is your favorite part of of having sex with the disabled guy like me? Uh, having sex with you, I think yeah, it's just like what I enjoy about the sex is is the I guess the openness, if that makes any sense. It's just like you're just there and like kind of like letting go and just kind of like like being like in your body, and I just like love picking up on that vibe that you that you have in your of of wanting to feel that clo- uh, that closeness, yeah, and yeah. and feeling and just kind of feeling that I guess energy, and just yeah, you know, having a go back and forth between us in that kind of like intensity, with whether it's like kissing each other or you know, you know, just like our, kind of like our bodies touching or our dicks touching or I'm like or what whatever it is, it's just like that sense of just like, you know, that that you kind of like that I, I play off of the, the thing is just that that feels really like good. Yeah. And what I like about our, our sexual relationship is that even though you're a sex worker and even though like that is your profession and I, I fully understand that. And so do you like when we're together, that, that kind of that boundary of like sex worker and client, while that's still there in the moment where we're again, because of we're both marginalized, I think we're equal in that moment. And mm-hmm. for me, that's really powerful because usually when I'm with an able-bodied lover or a non-disabled lover, um, uh, you know, I feel a big, big divide between all oh, they're able-bodied and therefore we're not equal. But with you, it doesn't feel that way. And that feels really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. No, it totally does. Yeah, no, I totally love that feeling. Um, it's, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's nice to know that, that you, the favorite part is the connection because I, yeah. you know, because because of our our mask for mask like culture, the way the way queer men are socialized to be with each other, we never mm-hmm. we never hear this stuff. We never hear like how it was. It's like, oh yeah, I sucked your dick and that was cool, but then whatever. So it's nice mm-hmm. to like hear that the time we spend together, especially for me as a disabled person who never hears this stuff and is told constantly by people that I spend time with, naked or otherwise. But yeah. especially gay men, that I'm too needy, that I'm too much, that I'm too mm-hmm. intense. It's nice to hear that for you as a non-disabled person being with me, it it does hold some importance to you. No, oh, absolutely. 100%. That, that's like, that's why, I mean, that's why I, I will continue to work with you is because of that connection. You know what I mean? It's not like if, uh, if, if I'm not feeling it, if that's not there, if I'm uncomfortable or if I'm in any of like the thing is just like. I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? And the thing is just like, that's, that's what I love about it. It's just like, that is, is that connection? Cause that's what I feel. That's like, cause I, it's, I, when I do, when, when whenever we do it, it's, I, I, 
you just feel your way through it. There's no thinking involved. You know what I mean? And to be able to be in that place, I think that's what's really awesome. Yeah. And and it feels and it feels really great. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Rather than having expectations of like how it, you think it's supposed to be, whether you know it because when it, when that's what I, like that's what I what what I don't like is when it's broken down into mechanics. You know what I mean? When it's just like, oh, like Make this. Make a blowjob like, and then... <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And, and I'm just like, no, it's and just then like... We'll fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that whole thing. And, and the thing is just like when you just allow it, when you just kind of like just feel each other's bodies and the energy between you two, the connection, and just like uh, just let that happen, the most like beautiful things happen. And the thing is like... And for me, it's so funny because like most of the time there's usually whatever that happens... Most most of the time, it's not fucking. You know what I mean? It's just like it's yeah, like full disclosure, all over the place. You and I haven't ever yeah. really fucked, and that, like, but that doesn't matter because each time feels like we did. We still have exactly, we did exactly, the but exactly. It's what we give power to, right? There's certain that whole like insert of anal intercourse like thing that we give so much like power uh, power to. That's like that's what sex is. You know what I mean? And it's so much more than that. It's just like. You can't break it down into mechanics and and whatever it is. It's it's all about just like it's about feeling your way through in, in different ways in which you feel pleasure. And it's amazing when you are able to do that. It's just your your whole body feels, and not just your dick. You know what I mean? Like your oh, entire yeah, yeah, body yeah, yeah. Like, kind of you, you works all together. You don't break it down, kind of like you know, you're it just being your dick being the part that gets pleasure. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. only one part. You but, know what I mean? But I mean, yeah. for me as a disabled guy, like. As a someone who can never really use their dick, initially when I started having like sex with you, I was like focused on you know focus on this because I know this never gets touched. But the way you've taught me that like it can be so much more than that, and it doesn't have to be penetrative. Like, and I've learned from working with not just you with other other sex workers that like I don't have to come, and that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just it's about what we experience in the moment. Coming is just. Like the way I look at it is just coming is is one of the things that happens. I mean, it's a release that happens at the end. But the thing is, like, it's not about it's not about fast forwarding to the end. You know what I mean? It's not about that. It's about what you're creating in that moment. That is where you feel the pleasure. You know what I mean? Yeah. The and we get get so caught up in the into the the coming part, right? And then we just want to be like, okay, I'm when you go into the, with the intention of being like, okay, so like, I'm going to come. So then it becomes about coming as opposed to the actual entire experience of the touching and the feeling and the, and everything, which is, is, which is the part that gives you the life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I think for me, uh, a part of like why coming was initially in my sexual experience is so important was because it was like, that will connect me to a level of normalcy. If I just come like everybody else, Yeah. if I come, exactly, like yeah. else, then I'll be, then, then my sex will be, more normal and that will be yeah. and now i'm kind of reaching this weird point in my sex life where it's like i don't want to be normal i want to be like if i don't come great it'll be part of how i'm i'm weird and can't like i mm-hmm. want to play with that as part of like my disabled identity and have it be okay yeah no absolutely um well that, i mean that was thanks for answering that question because i've never i have asked it to people and they've always been like oh no it was great and they've never really like sat down and broken down what they enjoyed which i thought was which i really wanted to ask you because i never i've never heard that so that makes me feel super nice and i appreciate that that's awesome that's so great well i mean like i said it's just like it's i i mean i mean when i say it it's just it's kind of like whenever i think about our connection or speak of it or anything that you've asked me at this point it's just it's it i just go back to like 
connecting with you and speak from that. Ooh, tell me when you speak about it when I'm not there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I do, I want to ask you though, like, so, so other than what you've just said, like, what is having sex with me as a disabled <clears throat> man? Like, what is something because I'm disabled that you would say that you learned about sex and disability through spending time with me? Um, I think it's just, it's, it's, it's that part where I think looking at every single part of our experience. So like being, having, um, the discipline that you have when it comes to being like in, in the harness, you know what I mean? And, and that, the bringing you to, to the bed. And, and I think the thing I learned about is just like that in itself is such, is such an intimate act. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, it takes so much trust for you to do that for you to for you to trust me to do to do this for you to know yeah. and 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 because it's kind of like you're like being like okay my my body's here this is how it sort of works and and how that in itself is something that's even that I've learned is is something that's beautiful and intimate because it's just it's a way of you know us coming together and going to the bed you know what I mean it's just it's just another way of doing it yeah you know what I mean I remember so, like yeah a few months ago we hung out and like um, I was having a really shitty attendant day and I had, I had texted you and said, you know, what, I'm going to be in bed when you get there. Um, I'm feeling kind of low today about something about attendant care. I feel like kind of shit. Can you, can we just hang out? And it was a low key, we had a low key session and yep. we did it. We did the stuff and we hung out and we chatted and then I, we finished and I came and I remember you said, you looked at me and said, wow, you look the most relaxed I've seen you in a long time because yeah. it had been so long since I've been able to release. And like, do you feel, did you feel like a sense of like, I remember being really pleased with that because like, I knew that you made me come, but you didn't, there was no like, you were saving me from anything, but you like, were able to get to, to also, and we, you came too, so it was nice to come with you in a space where we could both do that. But for me as a disabled guy, it was like, yeah, this person gets me and gets yeah all the stuff and is, is okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing was, I think it was that when I first, cause I know you were having the crappy, the crappy day before, you know what I mean? And, and the thing was, it's kind of like with anything is, is to be able to get to that place. Cause like, I knew that like that, that, that idea of wanting to be touched and held and something that was, I remember that it was very intimate. I remember like, you know, you being on the bed and you wanting you know, we talked and stuff, but it was a lot of like, I was holding you a lot and, you know, you're cuddling a lot. And then, and how, like, by the end of that, it was something that you really like that, that was really needed. You yeah, know what like I mean? I remember, I remember as you're getting me dressed, you were like, you have never looked like my whole body. Yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And, and like I said, like with, with anybody to, to watch anyone go from their head into their body is one of the mo- is why I do what I do. You know what I mean? Is one of the it's just it makes me feel so good seeing that cuz I'm like that's awesome. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, to to watch that, to see you kind of like move from there and to be vulnerable enough to be like, "Hey, I had like a really shitty day and like that being part of it and and just and moving through that and near the end of it you're so relaxed cuz you're actually you you could be vulnerable with me. Yeah, you know, both yeah. I mean, both in your 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 mind and your and your body in that way. You know what I mean? Totally, and that's a that's a that's a power you have. Like you really like, because on on the sites where where people look for sex, like most of the time it's it's white muscular dudes being like, "Hey, 
pay me to suck your dick. And your profile is like, yeah, that's part of it. But I also, I want to be with you in the experience. And so what I like about your, the way you present yourself is that you, that's, you getting paid for what you do is obviously part of it. But you come in with like, I, my job is to give you pleasure, whatever that looks like. And I love how quickly you incorporated my disability into the, to my need for pleasure. Yeah, it was like, of course, like it's just like, like I said, everybody's experiences was unique and I'm, it was, and it was amazing kind of like, it was like, I learned something new in that way. I'm like, oh, this is another way of being, you know what I mean? Another way of experiencing and giving and receiving pleasure. However, that happens because it happens in so many different ways, shapes and forms. And it was amazing learning your way. You know well, what I mean? Thank you. And being there with you. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm honored that you get to be with me. Like, I really appreciate that we get to do it together. Me too. It's awesome. Um, so, as a joke and part of my brand being, you know, the number one queer cripple and all that stuff that I do, I joke yeah. and I call myself, I call myself a big dick cripple. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of as a joke, but kind of also true. So somebody, yeah. somebody who has seen what I'm working with, mm-hmm. in your professional opinion, would you say that this is an accurate description? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, and, and like the, you know, the geysers that come from it match up to that. You know, what is yeah, it's just like the, it's a big grand performance. You know what I mean? See, <laughs> like, see future lovers of Andrew, you've heard it here first. Geysers, and he said that it was huge. So just in case you're worried that my dick doesn't work and I can't get hard, you heard it from somebody who actually has touched my penis. It, oh, definitely. It, Many it, times. Yeah. It, it's a correct and accurate description. I am a big dick cripple. Um, <laughs> so lastly, Raj, is there anything that you that happened to you during our moments together that you didn't tell me during our sex that you want to share now, like stuff, stuff that you felt or thought or stuff that you were scared to share or scared to ask that you would want to share now? Um, just trying to think now. Um, I know. I, I think it's funny because I think, I think I shared them in this, uh, in the pre, because I probably come, even when you described to me about the, like you said, like what it was that, uh, about um, what what I liked about, I love you know, how um, nervous you are right now. Like yeah, in the, in the cuteness that you're like. Bah, 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 bah. I was just like um, <laughs> I was just like yeah. I, I I was trying to think if there's anything else that I had to add, but uh, I think I think that I think I've already said it. <laughs> and my last most important question: Yes, do you think that you would have sex with me again? Uh yeah. Um, Aren't, aren't I lifting you out of a chair or something? It, 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 <laughs> things are occurring. Moments will be happening. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Um, so, Raj, I wanna, I want to, uh, I want to thank you so much for being so vulnerable with me and telling me your experience of fucking me and what that was like for you and and sharing intimacy with me. I really appreciate it. I don't think many people get to hear how partners feel about sleeping with a disabled person. Um, a question that I didn't write down is because spending time with me would, did it open your eyes to maybe considering working with other disabled people? No. Yeah, absolutely. Just because like you, like I said, it's just like, Oh, it, it opened me up in that way where, um, I bet just, it did open. I, I, I really, I'm just like, I left that wide open. Oh my God. Wide oh, sorry, I'm open. Just, stop. 
Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> God, I walked right into that. I'm just like, when it came out, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh here we go. So here good. Go. Had to do it. <laughs> and I wanted to leave it alone because you were like saying something really profound. And I serious. know, I know. But I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Do, I had to do it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that was um, awesome. So I want to let people know how they can get a hold of you and 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 hire your services and and that kind of stuff. So how can where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, I am Raj Triple X. That's my uh, Twitter handle. And then on uh, Rentman, it's like uh, it's just um, Rentman dot com slash I am Raj. Awesome. I will, I'll put all that stuff in the show notes and I'll do all that with you. Amazing. Um, and I will see you naked together at some point soon. Can't wait. All right, Raj. It was so, thank, thank you so much for coming on Disability After Dark. Of uh, course. You're, awesome. you're fucking awesome. And thank you again for being so vulnerable. You're fucking awesome. I can't wait to see you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> All right, so that's another episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. I'm, of course, your host, Andrew Gerza. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. If you want to follow my work, you can head on over to www.andrewgerza.com or follow me on Twitter at Andrew Gerza. You can also follow the Disability After Dark podcast on Twitter by following DisAftDarkPod. You can also follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disabilityafterdark. It would also be super awesome if you could leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts so more people can hear about the show. And if you are able and want to support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com slash cripple content. This way we can do, do things like get better equipment, You help me make a living doing this thing. You help support content made made by and for people with disabilities. So I can't thank you enough. And you can pledge whatever you can and as little as $1 a month to make it as financially accessible as possible. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again next time right here on Disability After Dark. Copyright Notice Disability After Dark was presented, created, and produced by Andrew Gerza and Crippled Content Creations with music by Chris Ujiuchi. Any and all materials, including graphics, audio recordings, and music are property of the owner and cannot be used or distributed without express permission. Copyright Crippled Content Creations 2018